हेलो पीपल गुड मॉर्निंग नमस्कार आई एम रशीद कपन वेलकमिंग यू बैक टू डीएच रेडियो इन दिस एपिसोड डीएच रेडियोस वीना मनी स्पीक्स टू ओम मालवीय फ्रॉम टीसोस इंडिया फाउंडेशन अ नॉन प्रॉफिट ऑर्गेनाइजेशन टू डीकोड व्हाट इज एनएफटी लिसन इन हेलो एंड वेलकम टू दिस वीक्स डीएच पॉडकास्ट वी आर जॉइंड बाय ओम मालवीय हु इज अ फाउंडर एंड प्रेसिडेंट एट टीसोस इंडिया फाउंडेशन a not for profit organization that enables people and entities in india to use the tesos blockchain today he will be decoding nft for all of us welcome to dh podcast mr malvia my first question to you is what exactly is nft all of us are talking about nft and it was even mentioned by the finance minister in her budget what is nft how do we mine it and also what are the uses of nft these days we are looking at a lot of different kinds of nft bollywood nft cricket nft so many of it so nft you can think of something as a digital item with a proof of ownership right so any digital item could be anything like it could be a land record it could be a movie ticket it could be digital art it could be a comic book so any digital item sort of like when you can call it a collectible you can call it there are many use cases so both digital items right these digital items usually in normal world you don't have sort of you know in let's say if i own a comic or digitally i do not have a way to verify that i do i just own it or not right or if i created an artwork i do not showing that i created it the first right because the data is all stored in centralized server there's no way of verifying it right and counterfeiting is easy now what nft does is smart on on a public blockchain right now public blockchain is something which is not controlled by a centralized set of parties but is distributed across the world in a set of uh, different nodes or different node stakeholders so different parties for the election uh, they all verify they all verify the blocks they all were keep verifying the transactions and they keep adding that into the blocks but that's not much of a matter but here the nfts basically mean all those digital items will have a unique time stamp and will have a unique ownership proof written on the blockchain which cannot be hacked or irreversible because it's immutable and that basically gives you a true sense of ownership that i really own this item or you know i can give this proof to anyone to show that i am supposed to be the owner of this item or this is the my ownership record that makes me the status so any slightest on a public blockchain which can be verified publicly about both who owns it the ownership and when it was created the time stamp and that makes it easier to own this item and also prevents counterfeiting and the biggest okay so how do you mine nft uh you don't have to mine nft as i said mining is completely different which uh, it's a different term which gets used a lot even where it doesn't uh, relevant because nfts are basically smart contract right so think of a public blockchain as a database right it's just a database it's just a ledger where you are recording every transaction right for example i can write in a smart contract that on the first day of may please transfer 
1000 ethereum to vena for example and i don't have to do anything whenever that condition is matched it will have to be documented right this is an example of smart contract now these smart contracts are registered on the blockchain and they hold the record of who owns what like let's say if i have an nft smart contract then they keep a record of who owns this nft where is this nft located for example it could be data about the image picture gif video file whatever right and whenever that nft gets transferred they keep updating the state and by state i mean right now if i am owning an nft i'm owning let's say two nfts of sharukh khan for example and when i transfer one to you then the update the, the state of the smart contract the state of the blockchain the state of the database will upgrade and it will reflect that what is my new balance of this nft and what is your new balance of nft in which scenario it will be for me that will be minus one of that specific nft and for you it will be plus one of specific nft so before we go dive into that it's very important that you understand what the term non fungible token means right so uh, fungible token let's first start with fungible tokens you might have heard about bitcoin ethereum these are cryptocurrencies and then there are also token on the ethereum like bat or matic and you know these are tokens now these tokens are fungible and when i say fungible what it means is one token one bitcoin is equal to second bitcoin right it doesn't matter which bitcoin i use indian rupees is a fungible right if i have 10 rupees note you have 10 rupees note right i can just give my 10 rupees note to you you can give just my 10 rupees note to me and it will be the same thing because they are fungible with each other they are basically the same now non fungible token means items or tokens right which are not fungible with each other which are not exactly the same right they have different ids they can have different characteristics even if one nft looks exactly similar to different nft right and still that will be non fungible agreed so that given let's say which was created first for example right and which has what id or what number non fungible token basically the items which are not fungible with each other which are not exactly the same they have some unique degree which can separate that some some identity or some attributes right now for buying nfts it's the same process so there are three things you could do with nft uh you can mint nft which is for creators let's say publishers entertainment industry or whatever whoever the player is they can go and uh, they can give a smart contract all the data the data to their media files the description etc and they can mint an nft that means they can bring an nft into circulation a new kind of nft second is collect now people who wants to buy they can go to that platform and they can buy an nft right Okay, this, I want to buy this digital art, and I can buy it. So these things are what you can do. But you don't have to mine it. You can create an NFT smart contract. You can mint yourself. You can let others mint an NFT, and you can also collect an NFT. And others can also collect an NFT, which is basically buying an NFT. Right. How different is it from from other cryptocurrencies? How would you differentiate between cryptocurrencies and NFTs? Yeah. So they said because difference is fungibility. If I have one Bitcoin, you have uh, another Bitcoin. These are basically the same. Now with NFTs, they are not fungible with each other. It depends, right? As I said, every NFT will can have you know different characteristics, can have different values, 
that will make them not fungible with each other, right? And they are not basically exactly the same. So that's the first difference. NFTs are different than cryptocurrencies, right? Because some cryptocurrencies like Ethereum, Bitcoin, fundamental unit that is needed to run our public blockchain network, right? Bitcoin has a really high utility in running the entire Bitcoin network, right? Because miners get paid in Bitcoin, they have an incentive to keep running the node. People have incentives to keep using Bitcoin for certain use cases, right? Now, NFTs, these are built on top of a blockchain. For example, Ethereum is a blockchain and Ethereum blockchain is run by each cryptocurrency, where you pay each cryptocurrency for as a transaction fee, right? Uh, now, NFTs are a layer above that, right? These are basically smart contracts that you deploy on public blockchain. Right. You can deploy it on Ethereum, you can deploy it on Tezos, for example. And then you interact with these smart contracts to mint, create, or collect NFTs. Right? That's how it happens. So that's what the major difference is. Right. Sir, I'd like to know if, you know, uh, we're talking about these Bollywood talk NFTs and cricket NFTs. Uh, how do they work? Are they just part of the NFT network? How, how does it work? The idea behind the Bollywood NFTs and cricket NFTs is the use case of NFTs can be of a wide category. You can literally uh, use NFTs for a lot of use cases. Now, it's up to a business or startup or individual to define how to use NFT in a particular scenario in best way possible, right? Now, for Bollywood, you can create NFTs of uh, some art, right? Let's say every movie poster that you're releasing, you can believe that is an NFT. Now, if I buy it, I can be a Bollywood art collector. I can say that, you know, whenever this movie was released, I was the first one to get the poster of the NFT, right? And secondly, I can also verify that I'm not lying. You can go on blockchain and you can check it out that I am the owner of this NFT. I can, you know, point out to this direction, right? That's the first thing. Second thing is publicly verifiable proof of ownership, right? So wherever this feature makes sense, publicly verifiable proof of ownership, of any digital item, that's where NFT can be used, right? Now, in the cricket also can be used. For example, uh, in cricket, uh, it can be used as collectible card game, right? If you remember, as children, uh, a lot of people, uh, including me, used JWB cards or uh, cricket cards, you know, okay, you could cost that many runs. Now, if you put that entire experience in a digital way, right, you can basically have each of that card as an NFT. Then you can trade it, you can collect it, you know, you can also create a game around it, right? And that does really make sense because then, you know, you can publicly check who is owning what NFT. Secondly, you are not reliable on a centralized server. That let's say if this company's server goes down, then my entire progress of the game is deleted or all the cards that I have selected are deleted. So these are mainly the uses of a lot of people like exploring in Bollywood. Bollywood and cricket, like in cricket, because things like Rario, which is cricket, collectible cards, trading games, etc. And there is recently $120 million. Then in Bollywood, you got Superstar Exchange, Fantico, Engaging, and you know, this kind of different platforms, which are basically trying to users of whoever are the fans collect their digital experience, right? And then it can also be used to engage with their audience, engage with your fans, you know, giving them a true, unique experience of owning something for real, right? Let's say if you are a really big fan of uh, Shah Rukh Khan and, you know, he gives you an NFT of handwritten note or something, 
to let's say 200 people then those 200 people are sort of themselves can you know go and claim that you know i got this letter from sharuk khan and i am the owner of it that basically proves that you know i am his biggest fan or whatever the reason that it was created let's say you know, i was the first person to watch his movie one last question to you sir how do you view the farmers protest you know on designer raghavendra saying that nft is the future and he has converted his collection into nft right so how do you view that yeah with raghava farmer for this nft unfortunately uh, i haven't looked that much deeper to write about it but all i would say that um, nft is going to be the future right because at the end this entire ecosystem that we are talking about web3 right uh we used to have web2 that we have like so facebook twitter instagram this is what web2 is you know there is no true sense of ownership you have your picture right you click from your phone you own it then you post on instagram right do you still own it or is it just an instagram server that is owning it and posting on your behalf right so there are so many confusions about ownership of this items ownership of this activity right ownership of the digital economy ownership of digital funds right and how do you basically enable a true sense of ownership in a way that i am owning my money i am owning my digital items i am owning my tickets i am owning my movie posters you know this is all owned by me it is publicly verifiable anybody can go look in the blockchain and say okay who really owns it there is no waiting it or you know this cannot be confiscated from anyone these things that i own are not confiscatable right nobody can steal it from me and that way it gives me a entire new experience of interacting and owning something in this new digital world right so nft is going to be a big leader of the change in the direction because if you just talk about cryptocurrency they only let you enable owning money or funds right now nft is open to this whole new kind of possibility where you can own digital items comic books game a unique art best of the best art right and then also uh, let's say music you know so all this kind of media and media formats are there media and entertainment things that are happening we can enable those experiences and nft and then you can give a user basically a feeling that you know he owns uh, all of that and then we can also go on and uh, are uh, trade all those nfts on secondary marketplaces right where he doesn't have to basically you know stay isolated instead he can just go on a user and he can put the item on sale anybody who is sitting in let's say zimbabwe also can buy that item you know and gives you this entire borderless uh, economy where you can trade transfer receive store across borders right not only the cryptocurrencies but essentially all the digital items right it also gives you a global exposure for artists they get to tap in in a much larger user base where they can promote their art they can promote their game so i i think that's how it's going to be and definitely going to be game changing innovation all right thank you so much for your time that was all about nfts thank you for tuning in to bh podcast Do leave back your comments and your suggestions. And that's all we have for you today. To keep you updated on all things news and views, head straight to deckeneral.com.